From the red carpet to the celebrity street style hairdos and hair don'ts, this is Get Trust With Us. Here's your host, ladies and gentlemen, Us Weekly's beauty director, Ms. Gwen Flamberg. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Get Trust With Us. Today, I'm joined by, obviously, my cohort in beauty, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic. Hi, Gwen. And we have a very special guest. I don't know if we can handle this much beauty in the studio, Travis. It's a lot of beauty. She's gorgeous, talented, all of it. And Big fan. wait, smart. Oh, yes. Smart AF. Yes, that's Harvard implied. Degree. I call her Harvard Barbie. <laughs> Do you know who it is? It is Dr. Denzi Engelman. Hi, y'all. Hi, Denzi. She's Southern, and she's <laughs> fabulous, and she is... The cosmetic dermatologist to such incredibly fabulous looking celebrities Mm -hmm. like Sofia Vergara, Mm -hmm. Christina Ricci. Yes. I mean, skin of angels. She does the best work. You can always tell when it's like natural. I mean, she's also got a lot to say about all manner of things. Skin science, the newest Mm -hmm. trends in uh, skin beauty and injectables and and all that. And we're going to get into that. But Mm -hmm. also, she's just like... A beautiful woman with incredible <laughs> hair. Great hair. The most perfect makeup always. Mm-hmm. The chicest clothes. Yeah. So we're just, just going to get down into all of it. But first, we've got to talk about what has been happening in the news this week when mm-hmm. it comes to Bote. Yes. And you know what I'm just like dying over? All of these pre-fall fashion shows. Yes. They were so good. There was a couple looks that stood out. I went to Alexander Wang. Oh, was Versace. that fun? I was away on holiday when Alexander Wang happened. Okay, so And there was, was an, an amazing party, no? Well, so they had a caviar bar upstairs oh. and like champagne and like people in white tie serving and that bank vault, which was so cool. But then the crazy thing was they bring you downstairs into the dark. It's pitch black. They're playing like Halloween music. Ooh. And then they have bright white flashing lights and hard rock that come on and I still can like feel the terror in my <laughs> So it was fun, but like terrifying. And that Chanel show was like, of course. Oh my God. Metier de Arts. He, at- he bought out the Met. That, that's right. Well, it was, you know, at the museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Art in mm-hmm. the Temple of Denver, which is like yep. one of my favorite venues in all of New York City. Hands down. And the collection was almost sort of like, felt like ancient Egypt inspired. Mm-hmm. With a lot of like gold spun through. There was that gold leg makeup. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. The models whose legs were gold, it was makeup. That was body makeup. Is that healthy, Dendi? <laughs> Uh, I think, you know, once a year, it's totally okay. <laughs> I think as long as we don't you know, sleep in it for weeks and that kind of totally. thing. Or depending, I mean, I'm sure that they did a great job, but some of the older paints that were obviously lead-based and all that right. kind of like, stuff. We like, wouldn't remember Goldfinger, like James Bond's Goldfinger? I don't mm-hmm. know if it was urban legend or what, but supposedly the model that was painted in gold like right. suffocated or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And but the of Tin course Man that had was lead that too. Really? Yes. The Tin Man and the Wizard of Oz was painted at lead paint and he was suffocating because his pores couldn't breathe. And the <gasps> only reason is they didn't paint the bottom of his feet oh. so he could breathe through that and that's how he made it to the hospital. Otherwise he would have died. You learn something new every day. It's good info. I love that. I love that. But I also really loved, like, my favorite moment was the Versace show. I think that there were so many celebrities there. So many. My fave, above and beyond, it was Blake Lively, because I love when she wears her hair 
naturally curly. Mm-hmm. She Gives doesn't me- do that a lot, too. No. And she switches up her hair and outfits so much. You can never guess what type of thing she's going to wear, what beauty look. And the hair was like va-va-voom, natural volume, like 80s, well, that, 90s yeah, volume. Yeah, she was giving me late 80s mm-hmm. curl vibes. It brought me back to my days as a roller skating hair model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly how my hair was styled. It was like a white snake video, but a princess. <laughs> like a princess in a white snake video. That is so true. <laughs> I loved it. And she had that dress on, the like, what is it? The liquid metal. Oh, the liquid metal. The it was, liquid metal. It was a Chain vintage. Mail. Yeah, it was a vintage Versace liquid metal dress that mm-hmm. actually, apparently, Linda Evangelista had worn mm-hmm. like 30 years prior. Yeah, and it would have been Gianni Versace's 70th birthday that day. Yeah, so it was pretty major. It was. Kim Kardashian. Oh, she looked incredible. She had that ponytail that you love. I love a gypsy pony. A, g- a half up <laughs> right on top of the head. Just zero Fs given. So is that what well, you so gypsy? Like she is. I mean, who, you know, you who cares about my hair? She's so beautiful. It's true. <laughs> is that a gypsy pony or a genie pony? Oh, sorry. That is a genie pony. Okay. A gypsy is in the back. A genie is straight on top. So she was wearing <laughs> a genie wrong, pony. And people. she had the metal holder, which, I, you know, knows. I love a metal holder, yes. too. Yes. That added a little extra interest. So speaking of Kim Kardashian, she is somebody who I think really drives trends when it comes to aesthetic procedures like Botox and fillers and what have you. Do you mm-hmm. think that's, did people ever come into you clutching tear <laughs> sheets of the Kardashians? <laughs> Always and every day. Really? I mean, the whole enterprise, all Kylie of Kylie and Kim. Yes, they are um, such trendsetters, you know, whether it's good or bad. Remember back in the day when Kylie had the lip challenge and people yes. were using like shot glasses to enlarge their lips because this was before she'd admitted totally. that she'd done some filler. So we have to do a bit of damage control sometimes because people really do take celebrities at their word. And so that's why I always find that I love the celebrities who are very open about like what they've done in order to share their personal experience right. instead of of making someone think that I have these lips because I did the lip challenge. You know, I think that that's a little bit insincere. I was very proud that she came out later totally. and told, you know, the world that, yes, actually, these are not solely my lips. And um, They're that all way, Juvederm, pretty yeah. much, especially the top <laughs> We one. actually had gotten, you know, before she had the filler all dissolved, we actually had gotten a bit of reporting that said that she was injecting her lips with Voluma. Do you think that's even, I mean, it's like, that's for a very big lip, right? It's certainly not, not recommended and (laughs) certainly not FDA approved for that area. Um, And I feel like the aesthetic of that, because that's a great lifter, but it's not, or a volumizer, but in a small space, it wouldn't even feel like a, a, like lip tissue should. So it's certainly not one I would recommend. It would be firmer than we want and Mm -hmm. not as malleable. Well, I feel like people, and I'm asking for a friend, (laughs) but people get Voluma in their cheekbones. Yes, absolutely. Right. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. meant to feel kind of hard, which I'm chapping my cheeks. I have a couple of those. So is Trap. So is Trap. (laughs) So are there celebrities that people come in and ask you to look like certain body parts? Like, are there people's lips? Like, is there a celebrity whose lips people want to emulate right now? Yes, I think that lips are still really, really big. I mean, when I t- think about like what cosmetic procedures I'm doing every day, I mean, of course, Botox is is tried and true, and every, yeah. that's kind of just a given Everyone to just walk needs in that, with that. It's like know. getting your nails done, and so then what, else, what it, other add on are we going to really have? Become like yes. so second nature. I mean, mm-hmm. it, for for the younger crowd, um, you know, in my demographic, I just turned 42. The my my group is still kind of like, what do you think? Is it time? And I'm like, honey, it was time. Like, <laughs> 10, oh, totally. 
15 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly. But like the younger girls, like 20, early 20s, mm-hmm. um, they have a list of things a mile long that they want done and they are not afraid to undergo the procedure and somehow they find the resources to pay for it. Isn't that is interesting? Not well, they just cheap. put it on, on credit, I think. I but guess. like, here's the thing. I'm finding that younger women, like in their 20s, from a millennial consumer, if, if you please, mm-hmm. They actually want to change the shape of their faces using filler. Whereas, you know, the older generations, the Gen Xers, like myself, you know, it's more about like how do you look like yourself 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I agree. And that's a conversation that I have all the time with, you know, my generation, which is I want to make you look like the best version of you. Right. But when people, it's almost like when you take your, you know, hair to the hairstylist and it's like not your texture, not your color, whatever. And people are like, just, I just want to look like this. Mm -hmm. Like that's not what you were given. Now, that doesn't mean that if someone has a small chin, which we call micronathia, like you can't build that out a little bit and make them look significantly more attractive. Right. it's a it's a subtle tweak, but it really does make a big difference aesthetically. And I think because that generation is so used to already doing tweaks through their Facetune totally. or through their Beauty Plus or whatever, so they're hyper aware that when you do lift the cheeks or enhance the nose or whatever, it makes a big difference in how attractive you are. So they're okay with already looking at themselves a little differently, a right. little enhanced. Yeah. And so I think that it's become so ubiquitous in that millennial generation where you know, the, those who are not as tech savvy or is used right, to right. altering their figure, their face. Yeah. They, or figure. <laughs> well, I might yeah, have known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Catch a bad angle. I'm like, we'll fix that. <laughs> I've got an app for that. It's true. Um, that the, They just are much more timid as to the adjustment. Right. Um, but that is long about to say that, of course, we still look at like jawlines. Jaws have become very, very hot yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like, Everyone is talking about like just this, what is called a pre-jowl sulcus, where there's just this tiny little drooping right here Mm. between the chin and the jawline. And so we're just building out the jaw and putting filler back along the angle of the jaw, like right below the ear on your jawbone. Now, do you think that there is a connection to tech neck, what they say is tech neck with your looking down at your phone all the time? Because I Mm. feel like... Absolutely. Yeah. I think that we, I mean... We historically, um, you know, had more of a 90-degree angle. We were talking. We were interacting. Even if you're looking at computers, it wasn't down in your lap. And unless you were a knitter in the old days or, like, (laughs) someone who sat and read all the time with your face down looking at the book in your lap, we didn't hold that angle for so long. So I have a lot of young, young girls who come with these horizontal lines through Mm. their neck that they're like, my neck looks so old. And it does. And it's all positional. Wow. So what can we do about that? So some of the things, um, aside from filler, which I do, and I do that in a lot of celebrities because, you know, they have to be perfect he- head to toe. Sure. There's no when, From every angle every when you're angle, on the camera. Yes. And so that is kind of the, the end-all be-all of correction is to literally use a very small particle hyaluronic acid filler to inject into those areas. But, you know, those CO pads are great that you oh, sleep yes. in. Oh, yeah. I love those CO those pads. Those are great. Those. those silicone patches that you sleep in them. Oh, so they yeah. like. It's a bit temporary, mm-hmm. but, you know, you are going to get the result that you want, which mm-hmm. is that instant gratification. And let's say you have a big event, exactly. like a reunion or a big date mm-hmm. or a big meeting. 
weddings. Yeah, you, exactly. You will just look the way that you want to look in the moment. Mm-hmm. And isn't it just all about like in the that moment yeah. right now? And, and I love it for like, say you had a big night where you, or I don't know, you slept or you'd been on your phone all night doing work and then you wake up in the morning. Even you don't have to sleep in them. Like I have makeup artists who will put it on the model when they're in hair, the hair chair. And within an hour, they're like, their makeup goes on so much more smoothly. Yeah. What, because they make them for the eyes, the smile lines, the forehead. I mean, you can really. Have you tried the knee ones? I there are patches tried. that lift the knees mm-hmm. now. Nice. There are hand ones. Yeah, the hand ones. I think they're so amazing. Yeah, it's fun. You could just like go to sleep in a silicone blanket. <laughs> That is a great tip. What about great. like silk pillowcases? I love. Is them. there and how about silk eye masks? Because I, I wear an eye too. mask to bed, and how does that help with the crow's feet? Because it does, right? It does. I mean, with hair health, certainly the silk pillowcases, as far as reducing the traction, yeah. I mean, is so important. I mean, if we think about, we should be getting about eight hours of sleep a night. I mean, that's a lot of trauma to the hair and to the face. Quite honestly, not all of us sleep on our back, and so if we're on our sides, the friction. You know, if we're putting our hand underneath our eye or whatever, we're creasing the skin, not unlike what we talked about with looking down positionally for our our phones. And so that over time can give premature wrinkling. So the silk helps to protect and it prevents against the creasing that can occur while we sleep. We don't want to crease while we sleep. No, no I, hate, do. I hate that. It's so true. I, I like the slip ones. I think they're yeah, like really the pretty. And they too. make the hair, the hair yeah. things to wear your, your, oh, cute little your scrunchies. jeans at night. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm a big fan of Facetune. Mm-hmm. I don't know this Beauty Plus. Should oh. I get Beauty Plus? I will What's buy it for Plus? you. It's a good. <laughs> it's the best zero dollars you've ever spent it's in your life. Good. I will buy it for both of y'all. Great for, for holiday <laughs> gifts right before we leave. Great, um, but similar. But it kind of you have to be kind of. You have to be very good to do Facetune. I think it, yeah. there's a learning curve. Beauty Plus sure. MS does it for oh, you. It will do your nose. It'll do oh, your Oh, it's eyes. like Beauty 360 a little bit? Yes, like that, mm-hmm. but even a little bit easier. You can just do auto, and it will immediately make you better. Ooh, like you we'll take a I'm, turn. I'm learning turn. so much <laughs> about filters. And, you know, I thought that I was like a filter queen. You but are. I guess not. You're good. All right, but the thing that I love the most about filters is being able to make my skin look like brighter and more uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like what I always go for with the face tuning. Are there any lasers out there that can help you get that brightening that you get with a filter? Like filtering IRL, violation. Yes. I mean, I still think that intense pulse light or IPL mm-hmm. is so good at a uniform improvement of skin quality and tone. So it helps with both brown and red. And are we talking about gentle waves or like what's the laser? So, so um, the one that I like is by Sinusure. It's called Elite MP3 or MP3. MP, MPX, sorry. <laughs> and um, that, but there are so many yeah. um, that are, are great. Palomar makes a good one. Um, I would say if you're going to do it, because lasers in certain states are like everywhere in New York City, you can like get your nails done and there'll be a laser <laughs> in the back. And you right. got to be careful. I mean, yes. you, I did a fellowship in lasers. I know them right. very well. You have to respect the power of a laser. Absolutely. And I never want anyone to be burned or to spend money, quite honestly, that's not effective. I right. mean, either they turn down the, the energy so low that nothing's done. It's not going to hurt you, but it doesn't help. Right. And so that's wasted money. Or, you know, people who don't know what they're doing and the parameters get tweaked a bit, it can be quite dangerous. That is all to say, go to someone you trust. Yeah. Um, but the the point of an IPL laser, they're, they're multiple. It helps with 
um, erythema or redness, which is just like dilated capillaries or people have rosacea or if they have sun damage. Or they or drink they, a lot. Or they drink a lot. Oh. Or they're Irish of, of descent. You know, right. some people just have a ruddy, <laughs> ruddy. the above. All <laughs> the above for us, yes. <laughs> uh, ruddy complexion or um, from sun damage like sunspots or age yeah. spots that also helps with the brown. And so like when brides come to me and they just want a glow and they want to look fresh and they want to help, they have like subtle discoloration or tone irregularities that they want to improve. That is a way to do that in such a meaningful way, but it's not one where you have to, like, take off from work and go hide from people for a few right. days. There's no break in the skin. There's no downtime. You can put makeup right back on because that's what some people want to dash in and dash out. But you don't always want to be like, I'm going for my laser treatment, you know, so right. you don't have to tell unless you want to. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting. But, you know, it's like you can go get Botox up the wazoo, but if the quality of your skin yes, isn't smooth true. and bright and perfect, it's you're like not look good. you're not going to look agree. younger. And then I, I mean, and we've done studies in our dermatologic meetings where they'll take my face and then they'll take the exact same image, no change in wrinkling, no change in volume, no change in the amount of youthfulness that you would read, but just add five brown spots to the image wow. and juxtapose it. And people will think that one with the spots is five years later. Older. Isn't that interesting? So it's a great way to anti-age. You just clean the palette. Sure. You know, brand yeah. new canvas. Yeah. And you look younger, but it, you haven't changed anything. So it's right. a great way to enter into aesthetics where you feel comfortable and confident in your skin, but you haven't changed one bit of eyebrow positioning or one bit of volume. It's all in the quality of the skin. And does that help, like, over time? Does doing a lot of those help, or do you go back to square zero? Because with lip injections and all those, you build up scar tissue, and you're sort of investing in it. Mm -hmm. Are those, like, a one-and-done, or they do help for preventative? So – both. I think that one, you once you kind of clear the canvas, I mean, we can't stop aging. And people do really, I love the way it modifies their behavior. They tend to be much sure. more mindful of mm. their skincare and their mm. sun protection after that. Because mm. it's like once they've got it beautiful, they're like, I'm not getting in the sun and, and mm. causing more damage. So I love it for that reason. It Obviously, time marches on, so you may have to have a maintenance, but it does kind of reset the clock. Nice. And also, there is some stimulation of collagen and elastin, so it's also anti-aging in that way. So you do get immediate benefit, but also there is some additive benefit to it. Nice. What are some other big trends in anti-aging? Like all of these body treatments yes. are incredible. Yes. So I saw Travis somewhere. is a big fan of cool sculpting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sculpture. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of M-Sculpt. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. It really works, I know. It? I love it. I love it. I mean, I saw something the other day that um, the body is the new face. Oh, I love yes. that. But the body yeah. is the new face. Because really, mean, we're like talking about youthfulness. I if know. you can get your body to look it's true. youthful, because here's the thing. It's like we've kind of cracked the code to mm-hmm. looking younger yes. in the face. So now we've the body's got to catch up, right? So what can we do? So, I mean, that is what – it's such a fun time to be living because mm. it's like every six months there's something new that, I mean, it, if you had told us – it's almost like the Jetsons, the arrow. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like if you had told us that we were going to be talking to people on our phones and looking at them and lying on a table and actually getting abs. I mean, that <laughs> is so crazy that you're not doing any work. It's just like hook me up and yeah. make me hot. But it's real. I mean, yeah. you lie there and you do – M-Sculpt in particular is the one where it stimulates muscle and and burns fat. Right. And you do two treatments twice a week for two weeks, so four total. Um, and you get a 20% muscle increase it's and about a 19% fat reduction. So it's crazy oh. that it's literally sculpting out abs. Um, and it's a weird feeling. I mean, quite honestly, like, you know, you're lying there and then all of your abdominals activate. And it's a 30-minute session. I mean— 
I think once you're used to it, it's fine. But yeah. it is a strange sensation. It's not it's not painful, but it's definitely like it's you don't totally fall asleep weird. during yeah. it. Yeah. No. I watch a Netflix or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is like the brave new world of body contouring, whether we have all these devices to freeze away fat or yeah. to heat away fat or to like stimulate from a muscular perspective. And so it's so fun in our world that if you think about the evolution of dermatology, where my dad was a doctor and like no one wanted to go into derm because all they had were like steroids, topical steroids and sure. topical antifungals. And now it's like Botox, filler, get, you know, lose your fat, do skin cancer surgery, do lasers. I mean, we have so, in addition to treating all of the inflammatory skin conditions that we have that we can now really manage like psoriasis and eczema. And right. I mean, we really mm. do have this wide range of services that we can do. So it's so fun, especially in the aesthetic space to see how far we've come. Well, what's so great is that I bet that people come to you for aesthetics and you see that they might have skin cancer or yeah. something like that. And so it's like you yeah, know, people, you're saving people when they might not have been able to go to the doctor before. Right. Or, you know, they were just kind of scared of that or didn't even think about it. Right. And, um, you know, they are always... They often will be like, you take insurance? And I'm like, of course I take insurance. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm still a doctor who is mindful of your whole health. Like I can't just, I don't want you to be beautiful in your grave. Like we got to keep you around, you know? And we, totally. We, so we make sure that when we're seeing patients that, of course, they've had their annual skin exam, ask them about family history, if they have melanoma that runs in their genes. And so um, it's great to be able to, to treat them head to toe for whatever bothers them, but certainly we have to be mindful of skin health first and foremost. So cool. And what are you doing for the body in terms of like <laughs> lifting, firming, toning, that kind of stuff? He's we asking see from, for a friend. Asking for a friend. Well, no, I'm mainly asking because like of the Kardashians, we yes. know what they do. They mm-hmm. get the volume. Right. But then they do this other stuff to remove cellulite and like, you know, get more elasticity in their skin and lift. Right. And I don't really know what those body lasers yeah. or whatever is going on yeah. there. So it's more of an energy device, and that's just kind of a very, like, specific difference between lasers or light-based devices. Right. And, and energy. It's like a micropulse-ish. So we do either um, radio frequency mm-hmm. and ultrasound. So similar to the old Thermage, which is radio frequency, and ultrasound, which is Ulthera. Right. There's a newer one that I love for the body called Exilis, Ooh. E-X-I-L-I-S, and that one that's combos both. Uh, you can come on over. Oh, yeah, we need to do it. I did that on my face. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Oh, we've got it. Is that what I should do for here? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's great. Oh, the jawline, you guys. That's when I'm, that's when I say here. (laughs) That's where (laughs) he's pointing. She's crazy. Her jawline No neck, tech neck But the Exilus is so great because you can do arms, you can do abs, you can do back, you can, you know, contour the buttocks or the thighs, I mean, and the face. Like, you really can go from top to bottom. There are different hand pieces that you use for face versus body. But it's really using the concept of building heat in the dermis above 40 degrees centigrade mm-hmm. helps to incite new collagen and tighten. And so it really is good. I'll show you some of my patients with before and afters in just like two treatments on the thighs. Like when you talk about old saggy thighs or, or cellulite, which 93% of women have. It's yeah. not an affliction. It's everyone. Girls come to me and they want to talk about it. Like they're, you know, trolls. And I'm like, <laughs> honey, you would be different if you didn't have it. You know, like <laughs> right. that is something that's just sadly ubiquitous in the female population. That said, nobody likes it. So we can do things to help 
with it. And so I think I that that's that. a great oh, one. We should get an Alexa. We, Alexa we should get face. one like here and put it here in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be great. We should do like a We Tried It Alexa because it's so yes. great. The one and you're supposed to if you do if I remember quickly if you mm-hmm. do five treatments of Alexa it's sort of comparable and lasts for six years to like a little bit of like a brow lift. Yeah. Like no for sure. Lift. I mean, oh wow. Because there's some so sad scary stats that I wish I didn't even know but by the time you hit 30 like your brow positioning has already dropped four millimeters. Yeah. I I mean, everything mm-hmm. is just going south. So true that if you're surgically tightening the skin to lift the sure. brow or you're doing it in a non-invasive way, mm-hmm. same Why net not? effect. Why not? I, I mean, started Botox at 22 because of that fact. <laughs> Tell him he's going to atrophy. Stop, I stopped it, after 10 Stop years the for insanity. I did it from 22 <laughs> to 32 and then stopped for atrophy. But now with radio frequency and microcurrent, we can stop yes. atrophy, mm-hmm. which was so great. Yes. Because I was ready to do Botox for 10 years and stop. But I was like, now we have all these microcurrents. I don't have to worry about atrophy See? anymore. See, it's a brave new but world. But I haven't done Botox in like a year and a half because I did do... The elix, mm-hmm. the elixis. Ex- I always want to say elixis. Exilis. Exilis. Mm-hmm. It's a strange thing to say because I, I did the exilis and then I had a couple like laser treatments, just like red light, and I didn't need Botox yeah, anymore. It really does relax. Oh, you look exciting! Thank I can't you. wait to hear more. <laughs> now, have people come to see you though, uh, like having to do with all these like beauty treatments of the moment, like micro? What's the eyebrows? Microplaning. Oh, dermaplaning. Yeah. Oh, um, microblading. Microblading, which like everybody did like last year. You know those like temporary yeah. tattooed eyebrows, and, <laughs> and they look like they had sharpies written. Right. And the, and the, yeah, well, but did anybody can. ever have like any problems where they have to come to see? So a skin I specialist? had a, a very affluent Middle Eastern, you know, kind of royal came over and had had it all done and wanted it all lasered out, had her hairline done and her eyebrows, like Ooh. a very bad outcome. And it was it, too much. Sometimes when it oxidizes, like that's why you still, I mean, whenever you're doing anything on yourself, you need to know that you're going to great people. And it's not that she didn't have the right means, but I think they were overly trusting that whom they'd gone to was going to give them a greater result. And scalp microblading is different than eyebrow because of the texture of the scalp. Sure. And so it oxidized and turned almost green. Oh, no. Ooh. So it was really a bad outcome. And what some pigments do? over time will turn bluish. Sure. You have to laser them like away like wow. a tattoo. But, but then it can affect the hair. Yeah, it's a mess. I mean, oh, it's really um, a terrible outcome. And you yeah. hate to do that because obviously no one went in thinking I was going to look worse rather than better. Sure. Yeah. Well, it became, it was so hot it was, for a minute. It was a big And thing. now I feel like it's much more specialized again, yes, which is good is. because maybe people are just going to like the top tier. Well, I mean, it is an art. Yes, it really is. The people who do it well, it is so beautiful. I have a a lady in the city named Dominique Bossarvi, Mm -hmm. and she is from France. And she was granted her U.S. citizenship because she had such a special skill. She was doing scars and burns and nipple repairs, status post-mastectomy. They granted her her U.S. citizenship based on the fact that she filled a void that was, this was years ago. Yeah. And she's incredible. And she's in Beverly Hills. She's here like, you know, once every month and she is book solid and she is magical and if you look at her Instagram I mean she can do scars on lips and, and different and she's birth- like a tattoo yeah, artist pretty yeah, much yeah but she's like so fantastic she scars she just does like picks up your she skin she mixes her yeah. own pigments yeah. and makes it completely customized to you so it she's is really great. from burns I mean like real medical indications I had a, a, a guy from Asia who had fallen and had a terrible you know if you have a scar in a hair bearing area sure. it doesn't grow back mm-hmm. and it looks like a hash or yeah. slash yeah and he, she just fixed that in like two seconds. Like really 
changed his confidence. Like he walked in a different Absolutely. person after that. So anyway, you do need to know in all aesthetics who you're going to. It's not just like you're getting a blowout. And if it's right. bad, it's okay. I mean, this is something that can be permanent and potentially disfiguring. And the holidays are your biggest time of year, yes. right? Yes. I think all everybody's like, got to get in. Everybody's got to get everybody's in. Everybody's got to get holidays. in. When you're Everyone, going they to see need your it. family. Uh-huh. You got to look good. Uh-huh. You got to look youthful. And I think it's something about the temperature, and you've just had so much sun from the summer, and you sure. have cold skin, and you're like, I'm not luminous enough. Yeah. But what treatment other than Botox would you say you're doing the most this holiday season? I am doing a lot of mid face and a lot of jaw. I really am. I feel like we've kind of like our eye has gone from focusing here. Maybe more people are doing it. And so that's been lifted enough. But they're noticing this lower face and this whole jawline now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and if you fill in the jawline, it actually improves the whole um, profile as well. Yeah. And so you kind of get a a two for one with that injection where it gives you better contour. Because I think we are... It's it's good and it's bad it's, with all of the photos we take. And Lord knows we can all catch a bad angle that someone's taken of a group picture. And you're like, oh, I look like that. <laughs> yeah. um, the funny thing is I will also have a huge surge of patients right after they've been around their family. Because if they haven't done something, they're around all their relatives and they're like, this Tell is where I'm going. Yeah. No, oh, they're like, okay. they see their older relatives and know we have the same genes. Right. If I don't fix this now, oh, I'm going to look like so that. right after the holidays, <laughs> major change. This is crazy. I was <laughs> seeing my mom and I realized I don't want this. Yeah. Stop me scary. now. Yeah. And what filler do you usually use? Obviously, it's different. Yeah, I usually use Voluma because mm-hmm. I still like it, but it doesn't swell and it's not going to like build it out as a volumizer, nice. but a lifter to really hold that back. No, that is totally off label. What about Ultra Plus? Mm-hmm. Um, Ultra Plus would do fine. I feel like... Um, that's that's a good option as well, but I like Voluma more for like cheek, che- cheek right over the bone. Radio. Mm-hmm. If someone's done it a lot and they really want a, a like more sub, a more sturdy filler, then Radius, which is calcium sure. hydroxyapatite, right. mm-hmm. that is another option. But it doesn't have any anecdote, meaning you cannot dissolve it once it's in. I so see. I do not put oh. that in as a filler naive patient because I want them to love the aesthetic. I want them to know. I mean, the amount of times I ever have to melt filler is so rare. But you I know, bet. we just want to make sure that they love it mm-hmm. before they're committing to something that once it's in, it's in. Right. When you do have to use the hyaluron days mm-hmm. to dissolve the filler, what happens? Like, do you get like a pouchy situation? Like, Fred, remember we would call when you would get Kybella. We would yeah. we would call your oh my god your chin your oh, extra chin. Wrong. We named it. It was gigantic. But do you get I mean, that wasn't before you metabolize no. it out? Or <laughs> I also literally did a little Voltaire over here, which made the mm-hmm. under here look yes. so much better. Yeah. Oh my god. The um. So when you do hyaluronidase, it's weirdly magical. You can almost see it dissolving, but it's very thin in its, um, you know, it's like a, in a saline kind of solution. It's sure. not a gel. Mm-hmm. And so, and it doesn't cause a lot of swelling, but it really just kind of melts away the filler. And that can happen over the next 24 to 48 hours, but it's pretty quick. Like it's great. even if you put it in, you can see that it's going away. That's so good to know because like, I'm a big Frady cat, as mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. everything I do, I need to know <laughs> that it can be worse. No, it makes you feel good. I mean, every time I do a consult for patients and I'm like, and this is a great filler because it lasts a year and a half, I can almost see their head go, but what if I don't like it? You know? <laughs> right. So yes. then the next answer is like without them even asking, but the good news is if you didn't like it, it's completely reversible. So not to worry that you'd have to live with it. Mm-hmm. And that, that just makes you feel better in anything you want. It's like a money, you know, not a money back guarantee, but like a guarantee that like you don't have to live with this if you don't love it. 
Well, this has been the most enlightening My favorite episode. thing to talk about We've ever. learned so much, and I feel very confident just knowing all these things. I do, too. I feel much more informed. And we could talk to you forever, so you're going to have to come back. Thank will yes. you come back one day? I, will, I would love Definitely to. Definitely come That back. would be so fantastic. We haven't even talked about under eyes yet. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That'll be our next. We'll do yes. a whole eye segment, and mm-hmm. your best friend, Sir John, will come. Oh, perfect. Also, mm-hmm. and we'll do skin and makeup together to make the perfect human. Love it. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Dr. Dendi. And thank you to Trav. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening. Please go to usmagazine.com slash stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. Come back next week for another episode of Get Trust With Us. And until then, stay gorgeous. Stay gorgeous.